0: It's always darkest before the dawn, and it's always the dark world before it's Ragnarok. Yeah. What's up, and welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU Oof. in review rewatch. I'm Tim Gettys, and I'm joined by the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Tim. And you don't see him, but you will hear him, the one and only Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. I'm in the background. I'm in your thoughts yes you definitely are Andy's doctor, running the show today so it's going to be one of those fun ones where anything can happen or nothing can happen we're just going to have to see how it all goes this might not all have no audio it might be doubled up audio it might be tripled up who the hell knows we're having fun today andy is going to crush it i totally believe it i feel it how are you feeling andy
1: uh, i'm feeling a lot better once i figured all the audio audio issue, issues i'm trying to get nick balanced with you all
2: but i feel like he's really quiet he's quiet. appreciated as soon as we got going andy just went oof like, yeah, <laughs> immediately having to edit something, I was like, Oh, okay, god, here we go. Oh, no, that,
1: that was Tim's in Tim warned us about the intro, ah, okay. and mm-hmm. I'm glad that he kind of pre warned us, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure,
2: mm-hmm. Okay. I
0: thought about I was driving driving home, and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say <laughs> it. I'm gonna start the show with it, yeah. And then <laughs> I did it. You know, it. <laughs> it was all this is kind of funny's in review where we rank, review, and recap different movies, and sometimes we rewatch them leading into the new sequel. That's exactly what we're doing right here with kind of funny's Thor in review where we're re-watching all of the thor movies leading into thor love and thunder in just a few short weeks if you're watching this live as we record it on patreon where well, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to do that just like our patreon producers molecule fargo brady and gordon mcguire are tomorrow our homie anthony carboni is actually hosting the red carpet for thor love and thunder you can check That's that out awesome. on marvel.com slash uh thor premiere i think it is and he's been telling me about his outfit and i cannot wait to see it and for everyone else to see it we're also taking bets on whether or not the red carpet will in fact be red i hope that it's not but we'll have to wait and see to find out you you can get on youtube.com slash kind of funny you can get this on roosterteeth.com if you want to get it as a podcast search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you if there's a movie franchise you love or hate chances are We have already talked about it. You can check it out on this beautiful show, Kind of Funny, in review. Today, we're brought to you by Shopify and Athletic Greens, but I'll talk about that later. Let's get right into it. Thor, The Dark World, released on November 8th, 2013, and that kind of got me thinking. It was a simpler time back then, right, almost a decade ago at this point, which is Nuts to think about. Uh, But nowadays, we're getting four or five movies a year, five, six shows a year in the MCU. But I want to look back at the cadence of releases in the early days because we had that that beautiful moment in 2008 where in May and June, we got back-to-back Iron Man and then Incredible Hulk. We then had a two-year break until Iron Man 2 in 2010. Then we got two in 2011 with Thor 1 and Captain America, May and July. Then we didn't get Avengers for a whole year after that in 2012. Then a year later, we got Iron Man 3 and then we got this. And that kind of kicked off what has become the more normal cadence now of like We have so many things back to back to back to back to back. And even then, we're hitting like three, four a year. But I think that that is uh, important to keep in mind as we talk about this movie because I think all of us can agree that not only is this a low point for the MCU as a movie, I also think just in terms of hype and momentum, this was probably the lowest the MCU has ever been because there was that year plus gap of just like, we got Iron Man 3 and then we got Dark World. You know, the the hype leading into Avengers had kind of... Went away. This could
1: have been an animated thing that kind of took place on Disney Plus. Like, here's what happened in between these movies. And yeah, it definitely felt like a weird kind of offshoot. And even in the movie, when they mention. You know, I went. Lukey says I wanted to go rule
3: Midgard. I was like,
1: Oh yeah, this is after Avengers. Right. I forgot. Right.
3: She has that one line where she's like, "But you were in New York," and he's like, "It was, you know, different time, different time, different, <laughs> different time." Like it could I was, just randomly I
2: was, pop over. Well, we'll talk about it and probably beat the, the horse to death and or, then revive it and kill it again. But to your point, Tim, like, I think this is like the dark universe of what the MCU could have been and mm-hmm. how it could have failed if it was going to just be cool. It's another Thor movie. Well, who's Thor? Well, he's he's a he's a good god. He's out there trying to do the good. He's trying to unite the realms. He wants to mm-hmm. be king of Asgard. Is uh, all right? That's yeah. And then you just get superhero movie after superhero movie like that until people stop going. And it's yeah. one of the. And that's what I feel like watching Thor: The Dark World again. Like. Yes, it is bottom tier. Yes, it is, you know. We, we, of course, put it all the way at the bottom of the MCU in review when we did it originally, and then, you know, that was a joke, and we put movies all around it that were also not great, even though there's not that many. But the problem with it is, like, it's not that it's terrible. It's not like it's a horrible movie. It's just the fact that it's not interesting. It's uninspired. And I think also, especially coming back to watch it now as we get closer to Love and, Th- Love and Thunder, right? and having seen so much Thor and seen so much Loki and seen, I mean, even a little bit more, no, I guess no, not more Jane Foster, but more of Eric and uh, Darcy and everything else. Like, it's, you watch this and you're like, ah, oh. The fucking potential is there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Tom Hiddleston still fucking kills as Loki and what they mm-hmm. give him. And like Hemsworth looks great and like, all right. But it's like when he's trying to be serious Thor, you're like, that's yeah. fucking sucks. Like, I want comedy Thor, <laughs> which you know you're about to get.
0: Yeah. Uh, just run through the rest of the rigmarole real quick. We got uh, the runtime, one hour, 52 minutes. Definitely did not feel that way. Felt a lot longer. Uh, directed by Alan Taylor. Uh, Nick, do you, are you familiar with him? from anything? I'm not. I'm not. Uh he's mainly known for directing Terminator Genesis, Oof. uh the the movie side of things, but he yeah. is best known for his TV work and has actually won a bunch of awards for things uh, like Game of Thrones episodes and Boardwalk okay. Empire, Mad Men, Sopranos, things like that. So pretty good Lost West Wing. Uh music for this one was done by Brian Tyler, uh who is the same guy that does most of the Fast and Furious soundtracks. Um and he Brought back some of the original Thor themes, but then like really kind of made uh the, what now is the Thor theme in the MCU that um I forget the guy's name Mother's Bar or whatever from uh Ragnarok the Mark. Rugrats composer yeah Mark Mark something or other yeah Mark Konzba um, yeah, yeah he's the one who does yeah. the Rugrats rug yeah. <laughs> badass um but anyways uh, it's interesting because this is one of the last movies to use the old school marvel studios intro Mm. uh before we get the actual movie footage and stuff and that Mm. theme was done by brian tyler as well okay uh this one had a budget of 170 million and a box office of 644 million quite a sizable increase from the the first thor movie uh but a big drop off from the avengers movie but that makes sense anyways
2: greg you already gave your thoughts do you have more thoughts to give that's pretty much the general. I mean, before we get into the blow by blow of it, it's just like, it's like, it's definitely the, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. You're disappointed. And I think I remember leaving the theater and not loving dark world and immediately forgetting it, but then going back and watching it, it is that disappointment of like, man, this could have been something if they not tried, but this could have been something. And then also thank God, this wasn't the blueprint for MCU from here on out of just make a sequel. And let's make it pretty much the same the thing. Nick, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I'm right there in line with Greg.
3: The the thing that I remember thinking when I walked out of, out of the theater was wow okay that's it for the mcu right this is one of those movies where i'm like if this is if this is going to be the direction they are this is just so blah it's so it, it, it's so cliche in so many ways it's like you may it's like you let a computer analyze a few uh movies and then write the dialogue for this the the scene between him any scenes between him and loki uh, are just they just so fall so flat in this movie and and and, that, and i think It's just the concept of what they thought Thor was gonna be that's the problem with this movie. We didn't know what Thor should be until we get to Ragnarok. And I I think Chris Hemsworth even has talked about that where he's like, I didn't really find the character until he worked with Heike and realized that Thor should be a really really like he should be a goofball right he's he's one of the most powerful avengers not the most powerful avenger according to him but he should be sort of out of touch but also like incredibly endearing at the same time and it's just way and you get you get moments of that you get moments of that charm in the first one but it's like and this happens a lot with sequels it's like the director didn't watch the first one and wants to push it like close like into the oh let's make it darker let's make it darker but they lose the charm of the character in this Well, like if you see where thor is at the end of that one versus where he starts at this one it's like eons have gone by and he's just been beaten down by the burden of leadership but it really hasn't it's only been what two years or two months or something like that i, f- I forget how much time passed between uh between the first Thor and this one she says it in the movie but and, and, i i don't know i yeah, want to say it's, i don't remember it, yeah but but yeah it's just the movie is just bogged down by how seriously it takes itself and then you know we've we talk about this a lot but let's let's look at the threat factor in this movie right he kind of glosses over this, but he's like, he's going to destroy the known universe. Does that, did anyone feel that in this movie? Did you care that this guy is going to do that? As opposed to when Thor... Uh, you know, uh, uh, take fucking for it, Nick. It yes, <laughs> I welcome it, but you know, as opposed to like an Infinity War where Thor lands it just puts stormbreaker right through Thanos' heart, and you're like, oh, he did. Like, you get that excitement of like he stopped him, but he didn't stop him, right? He ends up Thanos ends up destroying half the known universe as it is, and it has so much more weight in that movie because we actually like g- give a shit about Thanos. He's actually a compelling bad guy, and in this one, Malakith is just. It's it, it's just so generic across the board, mm-hmm. and I think the actor that played him was he's is he one of the Doctor Who's or no? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. At some I point, d- that sounds I mean, right. Yeah. It also might just he's be a, a, a gross generalization. Anytime I see a, a British dude, I'm like, he's he was probably a Doctor Who at some point. Um, that guy's not a bad actor. I've seen him other stuff. He just gave him nothing to do. Same with Jane. All she does most of the time is run around. That's it. And like, look at a little, uh, uh you know, steam deck. So it's like, <laughs> it's just very, very weird that they just cho- chose to do all that. And then the things they have Thor doing are kind of boring as well. So yeah, the movie just overall is just, is just a complete and total miss. And thank God it, thank God it was a miss because they were like, we got to figure something else we got to, we got to throw some curveballs at this and try something wild. And now we've got, We got love and thunder to look forward to, which is cool. Christopher
0: Eccleston was the ninth doctor who, and was yeah. Malekith in this. Mm-hmm. So you nailed it, Nick. Andy, what do you think? on this rewatch.
1: I think that I dislike the movie less and less the more I watch it. I think the problem with it though, is that it is just, it's boring. It does not have a whole lot going for it. It again, feels kind of just like a side offshoot of like, Hey, you wanted more adventures of Thor. Here's what was happening in between those two Avengers movies or whatever. It just doesn't feel like there's anything a whole lot of value in this movie and I think the Loki show is the only thing that kind of makes this movie worth seeing at least to kind of see those interactions between Loki and Frigga and see the moments where he kind of he loses it because I think those, mo- those moments are pretty impactful with Loki. I like seeing him just really full of regret and sadness because that's just a side of Loki we don't get to see often and when he's kind of putting on that show and Thor's like no more no more tricks Loki and then he shows his real self and he's against the wall just an absolute mess I think those moments are really great and wasted in movie in this movie um I just again I don't think this movie does a whole lot wrong it's just very it's blah it's what Nick was saying it's just all the way through I I I didn't even feel the length of this movie this time. I felt like it just Oof, I I, for some reason, it didn't feel like a slog for me. But it's just it's just very boring. And I did not feel the weight at all of any of the the threat in the world. Like it that was such a great point. Like I at no point thought that
3: anything was really at risk in this movie. I mean you nailed it right. Loki Loki is the most interesting aspect of this. And and, and for rightfully so right because he's the only one that's actually relatively conflicted in this. Does Thor have any like is Thor at the end of this movie any really any different than he is at the beginning of this movie? And the answer is really no, not really, right? Cuz Thor is sort of like I know what it takes to be king and I don't really you know I don't know if I have it. I don't know. If, and then the enemy's is like, ah, I just, I, I don't really have it. And you're like, Oh, okay. Well, he didn't really, he didn't move too much as a character. Whereas Loki, I think is just a more compelling character in general because he's conflicted, right? He's, he kind of has a messed up upbringing. He loves his mom, hates his dad. Maybe loves his dad. Probably not though. No, um, uh, and that's no. why I, I think that's why the Loki show was so in- interesting. And that's also why why Ragnarok and future spoilers gets interesting too, because they 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 managed to find another spot for Thor to be in where where you do have those moments of conflict, right? He doesn't know how to save Asgard. And the way he saves Asgard is is you know, is tough. it's it's a sacrifice. and and that's a lot more compelling to watch than Thor, who's just like, I'm good and I'm altruistic, and I know what I'm doing. And it's like, well, what do you got to learn? Not, nothing much, man. Just how to. Mm. But in this one, sometimes I'm sleeveless, and you're like, well, I mm-hmm. give you that, Thor. I do give yeah. you that. Tim, sometimes I you wear think? a little
0: cloak. Uh,
3: I I am really bummed that I'm like.
0: Somehow lower on this than I I was before. Like rewatching Thor last week got me kind of like jazzed. Where I was like, I've always been cool with Thor one, uh but it being as low as it is on our, our ranking, <laughs> what like, a we, statement! Yeah, I, well, I mean, because I know a lot of people hate it. A lot of people yeah. like act like it's like trash tier, and I've always yeah. been like, hey, it's not that bad. Like it has some good stuff. It has some weird Dutch angles and things, but like it's, it's overall a lot it's of a, weird Dutch it's angles. A, it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. And right. uh when we look at our our ridiculous 34 plus whatever uh rank list of the shows and the the movies like when we start getting towards the bottom like I had this feeling towards like oh that's the bottom tier and like watching this movie i'm like uh, thor dark world stands alone like it is and i'm i'm with andy to the point where it's like it's not the worst movie ever made like it is i don't think it does anything like absolutely wrong it's just very boring it is very blah and compared to any of the heart and magic that literally every other project on this has at least elements of Mm -hmm. i think this one really lacks and going back to phase one, phase two movies with the knowledge of phase three and four usually kind of enhances them. And we always praise end game for finding some good from the moments of dark world. Sure. And I am surprised that I actually think that the knowledge we have makes this an even weaker movie, like the entire MacGuffin being the, the ether that's actually the reality stone right. is so ridiculously convoluted. And even when I know it and even like watching it, understanding that, is it not just the gravity stone? Because that's what it feels like it actually is. Like, at least in Doctor Strange, there's the time stone. We all knew it was going to be the time stone, but right. he's using it the whole movie and it's doing time things. Doing so then when it's revealed, it's the time stone. You're like, cool, that makes sense. That makes sense. In sense. this, it's like, they this is them setting up the whole Infinity Stone situation, right? Because like, Nick, you bring up Infinity War. It's like, It's funny that we look back as if, oh man, all these movies led to this. It's like, really, a lot of, there was just a smattering of random references to the stones before Infinity War, Mm -hmm. right? Guardians tried to uh, tie it together a little bit more. They specifically had the Power Stone. Strange specifically had the Time Stone. Mm -hmm. This was like, besides the Tesseract, that always felt like a vague uh, kind of reference and the mind stone was in Loki's scepter like some of it felt like they retconned to get where they needed to go you know what I mean Absolutely. just like plot wise sure. um, and I feel like they Happy didn't accidents. need to do that <laughs> when the entire plot of this movie when you look at it you're like oh it was to deal with the reality stone but every single thing they do with the stone with the powers just is very weird and it's not at all backed up by this by these fucks from from Thor Two, right. uh, being the bottom of our ragu bagu, and it's like, yo, they deserve that because ninety percent of the movie, you don't understand what they're doing, and what? they're they're speaking in a different language and saying the most bizarre lines of dialogue, yeah. and like their ships are weird, and like everything that's supposed to be cool <laughs> about what they're doing is not cool, not cool. with one exception. And that is their fucking gravity bombs, which are the dopest goddamn things in yeah. the world. Like the things I like about this movie, gravity bombs, um, I like overall, I would say I like Loki. I think that there is a lot of shit that Nick's talking about of like it, they don't nail a lot of the moments, but there's enough moments like what Andy's talking about about him putting down the illusion. I loved that the end of this movie, I think, is fucking rad of him taking over Odin and just sitting on the throne um, and him like mocking Captain America and all that stuff like those are genuinely great moments uh with, with the Loki side of things but otherwise the one thing that I'd like about this movie is I like the weight that they give to Thor every jump he does everything he does with his hammer anytime it comes back to his hand there's right. like just like a, a weight to it all that you believe that he's a god and he's not just a, an actor he's not a human next to people and it's something that I haven't noticed in Thor one or even remember that much from the future movies. So they did that. But otherwise, I really don't have much nice things to say about this. And it I feel like it lessened a lot of the things I liked about the first movie. Um, the chemistry at moments is there between Natalie Portman and and Chris Hemsworth, but um nothing compared to the first one. And Darcy, who I love as a character, more often than not in this one annoys me. And I don't think it's her fault. I think it's like what they they made a mistake of. Making her be a comic relief character Mm -hmm. and then giving her an intern that's also a comic relief character, and then constantly having anytime she has a joke, there's another joke in the scene happening. And it's like there's just too much that now it's Mm -hmm. not funny. If she was like the odd man out, I think it would have worked a lot better. But for some reason, they insisted on having her surrounded by funny things, including like Eric Selvig like running around naked and stuff. It's like there's just
3: too much and the, shit. The intern there. and yeah, it's yeah. you have to yeah, you have to be very careful when you have a character who's who's so comic relief that they're pointing to all the ridiculousness in the world and almost like breaking the fourth wall. And they do a very more often than not they do a great Marvel where they're like, this is a re- completely ridiculous moment. That, that's happening. Let's call attention to it. But you have to be very subtle about that. And your movie has to be good. If your movie is not good, that character pointing out to the audience how stupid the situation is <laughs> has a different meaning to it altogether. And I, I like Darcy in this. I think she's the like one of the most, uh, I guess, the only redeeming part for most of the scenes because she's fun, at least. Everything else is so bogged down. Like Natalie Portman, they give her nothing fun to say, nothing fun to do. And she's just playing it straight the entire time. And then she spends a good portion of the movie. Kind of passed people. out or slapping people right like like at this point there's a moment in the movie where she meets thor's dad and thor's mom and she says something like like o- or thor goes or uh, odin goes like oh you i know who you are jane foster she goes you told your dad about me and it was like that's the vibe they should have been having the entire time but that's like the only endearing part right so, like, i
2: mean that's, well, same for like when uh you know she meets freya for the first time and, and, and he introduces her as his mother and he, she like tenses up and stuff like right. there's little character moments now and same thing with like the. Quantum Field gem- Generator. I always like that segment like, where the, the, the yeah. Asgardians, who <laughs> doesn't do whatever the fuck, quantum- yeah, quantum field generator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. And but so, yeah, and it, that's, they, yeah. All those are like these tiny little shiny moments in this just mm-hmm. murky movie.
0: Uh, one thing that I, I thought was, uh, was fun to think about is the context of now having the Loki show uh, with this, where this Loki we see in Dark World is the beginning of. A different Loki than the one that we get in the show because he gets the Loki we get in the show is him getting space stoned out from the Avengers movie, right? So like we yep. never even get him in the handcuffs back to Asgard. I just thought that was just kind of a fun framing to look at this and be like, oh wow, so much happens that our now living Loki in the universe uh only knows because he watched the the movie, <laughs> right? Like right. like Frigga dying and all that stuff. It's like that didn't happen to the Loki, uh that the you guys get what i'm saying but yeah. I, I thought that that was like a. it was just kind of kind of fun to be like oh wow like the the breakoff point happened a lot earlier than i really kind of gave credit to in, in thinking of where we are storyline wise because like thinking about the the novelty of loki pretending to be captain america in this it was like that was a big moment oh, yeah? <laughs> and it's like yeah. now that's just like oh that's just kind of an expected every movie's gonna have five of those you know
3: greg so. what's going on are you chilly or what's going on I am chilly, yeah. Right. Nice. I ask I have a, I have so many questions. Is this a robe or is this is this a house sweater?
2: This is a robe. Okay. I you know, I it, it was brought up earlier today, uh, Nick uh, that Watto made an appearance on uh you know screencast. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when Watto had made an appearance on a Games daily a while back, a lot of people had pointed out that Watto was kind of phoning it in <laughs> ah, this is Greg's background okay. and Greg's shirt. Yeah. So I made sure to grab a bathrobe to be covered up, and then I did a little green screen effect for Watto to have. Uh, and and at the bathroom, but then I was cold, and, first... and I looked over, and I have a couple sweatshirts piled up. Mm-hmm. But then I saw the robe, and I was like, "The robe is quite comfortable." So I was this done.
3: was the now was the robe indicative of, of, of Watto's original um, Jedi
2: outfit that you that wore. Is correct. From that is correct. Okay, it that was, that was the closest sense. I could do with that being at the studio. I, I appreciate this. That was. I'm, that, that I'm, was a, a, nice. I'm a, you know I, I want to help Watto be the best Watto he can be. Yeah, that's understandable.
0: Very nice. Andy, Andy, do you have the ability to bring something up if it's just yeah. a picture? If it's if not, it's all good. Yeah, but I, do. I I do think it would be be worth doing. Okay, let's see.
2: Um But yeah, it was nice seeing water today, Greg. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I was happy to, I was happy to be able to forget. make it I looked at the calendar earlier. I was hoping to be able to coordinate a water appearance for you. But I saw how early it was and I was like, oof, I'm not gonna do that. And then I got down case. here and you guys were still going, I was like, here we go.
3: Can I ask a Kenobi
2: spoiler? Is Watto in uh, Kenobi? No, that's why Watto was upset about it. Yeah. Copy. Oh, so I'll, let you know, I'll let you know a complaint. Kenobi spoiler. Okay, I haven't watched Kenobi yet, so I mm. kind of went out on a limb that he wasn't there, but since my Twitter <laughs> hadn't burned down, uh, I, I was like, I think fairly, I got it.
3: I think it's a fairly safe assumption. He's I don't, I don't,
2: wanna... don't worry. All these Listen. Star Wars projects, you're getting Watto somewhere.
3: Tim, what exactly I don't wanna... am I looking
1: for here? There's a lot of it's just...
0: I sent you a GIF. It's a GIF of Thor.
1: Okay, okay, gotcha. You see that? Gotcha, gotcha, like, gotcha. Yeah, sorry. You, whatever you send me, it's like there's just, it looks like Tumblr. There's just a shitload of gifts all over Got the Got it, by that. Here we go,
0: here we go. It's
2: Greg. I thought
0: he was doing the, the cosplay uh, of Thor from Dark World. That's too cool. cool. I apologize. That's more yeah, of a drape.
2: Right. That's more of a tablecloth. That's more of you're in a hurry it's, to get it's, out. There's a shawl, some sort of. Pill. You were knocking boots and somebody came home early, yeah. toss on the tablecloth. You're ready to get well, out of there. Well. Anyway. A lot of tabs up in there. All right.
3: We're going to get to the plot
0: and all of that fun stuff. But before we do that, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I've been using AG1 the last few months because I figured it was well past time I start thinking about vitamins, but I'm usually not the biggest fan of their format. So being able to drink a flavored water is much more up my alley. And I'm a huge fan here of the fact that it doesn't taste super healthy. It kind of has like this mild tropical taste to it that I look forward to every morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfood, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily. Daily nutritional insurance. Athleticgreens.com/slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved only for big businesses to everyone. So upstarts, startups, established businesses, content creators alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed, from down the street to across the globe. Our content creator friends use Shopify to manage all their merch sales and stuff. And I recently got Gia a pair of Allbirds from the Allbirds website, which also uses Shopify. So that's an example of big websites using Shopify for their sales. You can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting on conversion rates, profit margins, and to help you supercharge your knowledge of your sales and your success. You can go to shopify.com slash KF games, all lowercase for a free 14 day trial, and you can get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify. Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash KF Games right now. That's Shopify.com slash KF Games for a free 14 day trial. Shopify.com slash KF Games. Anyway, Greg Miller, we got you. Let's do it. He is a
1: thunder from down oh. under. This is the plot for Thor. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah.
3: Oh uh, I'm st- I stuck with it. <laughs> that was that was you know what Andy, every every bit worth it to get through that walk. Thor, the dark world. But you're not Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Let's talk about Malachi, guys. <laughs> let's <laughs> talk about the Dark <laughs> Elves. Let's talk about Keith. Let's talk about Keith Richards here. <laughs> and let me tell you one thing right now, guys. Don't <laughs> fucking think that when I watched this movie at midnight last night and and we got to King Boar, I wasn't like, should I write two pages yep. of how fucking boring this is? And they had King Boar and all that jazz. man. There's a dark who fucking cares. It's dark elves. It's all just random backstory to try to set up this, this, this bad guy that we just don't give a shit about. Uh, But back in the day, he fought the Asgardian warriors and he makes these cool rage monsters by making them take this fucking pill. And I think maybe (laughs) steroids. Yeah. I think maybe it's a fucking low key, uh, ape on steroids, but we're not quite sure. Uh, Anyway, I, I wanted to point out that this whole sequence really feels
1: like one of the sequences in a more comedic version of the movie. Like, let's say you get this intro. Picture this, everybody. Close your eyes. Picture this. You're getting this intro. You're watching it. And then, not like screeching tires, but like almost like a visual screeching tires. The story stops and somebody's like, oh, wait, so what happened? And he's like, oh, see the dark elves. Like, it feels like it's so giving self- that much exposition yeah, yeah. this intro yeah. is so self-serious that at any moment i was waiting for it to be interrupted and for korg to be telling the story or something like that and then like something silly happens, similar to like in shang chi when he's telling her the story on the plane and then she and inter- the stewardess interrupts him that's what it kind yeah. of reminds you of this intro is like way too
0: self-serious and way too dramatic and corny as all hell
2: yeah, and, it, and
3: it
0: doesn't have the visual stimulus that things like this need, like the exposition in I forget which movie it is, but one of the Harry Potters, one of the later ones, where they're they're talking about the, um, uh, was it the Deathly Hollows? Yeah, and then, like we start, Ho- yeah, we start seeing the the animated like oh, yes, uh, versions, which super stylistic, and it's like yo, it's a lot of heavy exposition. They're essentially telling you, hey, if you don't want to pay attention, just look at the pretty things, right? Yeah. And I feel like uh, Ragnarok does that very well, where it's like so much of it is comedic, but then we get valkyrie giving her backstory about how all the valkyries died right we get that amazing beautiful scene with the slow motion and like like such so painterly and i feel like instead for this it is just so paint by numbers and it's like even having odin do the vo it's like odin that should be epic. That should be so cool and so yeah. exciting. It's so quotable in the same way we do the, but I'm not king, like all that stuff. And instead, it's just kind of like the most generic. It might as well be Optimus Prime talking about the who's he, what's it and the freaking
3: robot headman and all that shit. It's like, get this out of here, man. It does it doesn't help that every time any movie has Anthony Hopkins do that exposition. It's convoluted at best. <laughs> They and think he can carry it. They they assume oh, he's he's gonna carry it. Yeah, he's incredible. But also when you when you I mean we skip through a lot of stuff here, but we get the gist, which is that Malachith when the convergence happens, all the planet the nine planets of the realm align, and that's when he can use the ether to fucking turn everything back into uh, the upside down world. You want it dark right? again? And that's and I'll tell you what, guys. If there's if there's ever someone that I vibe with, it's Malekith. It's 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 Keith, Keith Richards here, and I'll tell you why because just show of hands. Who hates daylight saving time? I do. For exactly. sure. I'm raising my hand. Exactly, now. guys. And what he's really trying to say is, can we just pick a fucking, can we just get rid of it? Can we just get rid who, of who, it? Why are we so
2: worried about these farmers? exactly oh but it'll be dark when the kids come home from school or go to school that's how it, it's already happening one way or that way you know, let him fucking fight you know what i mean and and have, really oh that's the other, the other thing to too kids gotta get tough out there, <laughs> tough out there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway am i wrong great. have we not baby these children long enough maybe I mean, maybe ben does need to grow up being worried about the grappler you know what i I tell what you what, I tell you you what right now put him yeah. outside
3: see what happens just go out put him outside fair enough Okay, uh, King Boar buries the ether deep in Minus Moragul, and the movie starts. Uh, Odin banishes Loki to prison and tells Thor to bring uh, order to the Nine Realms, and, and then he'll be king. Also, Loki's wig is super fucking terrible in this. Uh, Lady Sif and the Warriors Three are kind of shitty. Oh, uh, shitting the bed, so Thor pops <laughs> by, and his hair is even, it's just still bad in this. It looks better, because it's his real hair, but the extensions don't go so well. Go ahead, Tim. You're fine. Uh, then Nox Rock pops her out and wins the day. What's that, Greg? You want to
2: talk shit about Tim right now? Can he hear us? Because it's no funny I don't he know. Like I, again, I, we talked about this when I was over there that one day for content. Like when I went to the bathroom, I couldn't hear shit. But apparently, when he leaves, he can hear us. He's I he hears. Got, be, hear got ears like a hawk. Got ears like well, a Kevin, hawk. Well,
3: Kevin, Kevin wears the headphones that give him a yeah Tim doesn't delay yeah. so that every time he says anything, it startles himself. Where he's like, whoa, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. But I don't think Tim's doing that. So I love how much Andy laughed at that cause he exactly <laughs> yeah, <talking>. because he does not exactly. Yeah, because when he talks, it. I can hear the,
1: it's throwing me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, stop. <laughs> Fucking stop. It's plugging into the computer.
0: Uh, I, I anyway. do like
1: Thor's hair in this, uh, quite it's, a bit. It reminds me a lot. When we get that first shirtless scene, I'm get. I get extreme Witcher vibes. Okay. He's got his shirtless. That. He's sweaty and wet. And he has the hair kind of like pulled back up top. It looks, it reminds me a lot of, um, of what's his face. Uh, uh, you
3: uh, know, The Superman. Witcher, Henry Cavill, Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill, yeah. Except that wig in, in The Witcher is absolutely—it's just an abomination. It looks like a fucking dead goat on his head. Wait, okay, and I'm coming. I'm
0: coming into this later. What? What? What's our stance on Thor's hair this it's one? It's bad. I it's like it.
3: Bad. I think it's not that bad. I think it's fine, but I don't think it's good. It's not good. We'll just. We'll just. We can. We'll just say it's not good. It's better. <laughs> It's better than the fucking pillowcase they put on his hair in, in the last one. But I just, I'm like, just let him have short hair. They just, you could tell that even the producer, the people that were in part of this, were like by the time we got to Ragnarok, they're like, how do we just fucking cut his hair? How do we get that hair? Like, he's like Let's a, just cut
0: it. Who's going to cut, cut
3: it? it? Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, wait, I have a moment here. Where I was like, is that Zachary Levi playing Fendral? Why did they change this person, the actor out? Do we know this? It wasn't that that's not the same tendril from for for one. They randomly just got Zachary Levi. They knew
2: he was gonna have a big part in this and then get killed immediately in Ragnarok with like one line, so they were like, We really gotta give that to Zach Levi. Cool, I buy that. Uh, he reports back to Odin, who tells him
3: he should be with Lady Sif instead of that Earth lady. And this is the main conflict for Thor in this movie (laughs) his dad just doesn't like the girl that he's dating, he just doesn't approve of her. Why? Because she's an Earth girl, and she's not going to live forever. Hey, man. Earth Girls are easy. Lord of the
1: Rings, dude. Like, You're going to marry this man, this mortal? Are you kidding me? You're an elf lady. Fucking, what's your face? Uh, Steve from Aerosmith? Mm-hmm. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. Don't marry the Earth man. Don't marry the mere mortal. Sure, he's got no. Numenorean
3: blood, but he's going to die a lot faster than you. I understand this sort of issue. But remember in – in I mean, actually, you're joking around, obviously. We're not joking around. You're drawing a parallel. But real talk, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't by marrying him, didn't she give up her immortality to do that? Yeah. So in this one, he's just like, I'm just going to have like 30, 40 good years with Jane. <laughs> and then I'll <laughs> marry – you know, it was like – I'm going to be looking again. forward to <laughs> – Exactly. He's <laughs> not giving anything uh, up. That's
1: <laughs> the big problem here, uh, well, maybe, Pops. You know, maybe, maybe Pops is like, hey, for my last years, though, I want to see you with – uh, you know, not a human.
2: I, I don't want to see I, you with uh, one of these humies. This he, these humies Tim's had a confused look in his face for a while. He's been hunting down the Zach Levi <laughs> jokes. Since we said it.
0: Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure it out. Cause so the screen is saying that um, headline Zachary Levi recalls exiting first Thor movie and returning in dark world. But then the quote, this is the entire quote working on Thor was also a dream come true. I grew up devouring Marvel comic books. I was definitely a Marvel kid as a comic book reader. So it was cool. I was very grateful that I got to be part of that. I got to be in the Marvel universe and play a really kind of fun, interesting, different kind of character. And that ultimately Kenneth Branagh believed in me enough to cast me in the first one. That's very cool. I also didn't have that much to do, you know, and really nothing to do in the third one. I knew I was going to die in that one. I didn't know I was going to die. Having said nothing, even a few words they gave me were going to be taken away. So yeah, I don't know. It's a weird quote. that doesn't back up the headline at
3: all. But was he Fendrel in the first one?
2: No, it was a different dude for yeah, that's
3: all right.
1: Different dude was Fendril,
3: yeah. The, yeah,
1: different I'm actor. Good.
3: Yeah, Fendril was Josh Dallas.
2: It's me, podcast. Josh Dallas. Josh Dallas. Okay, Tor, I didn't just make. Me. I didn't just make this up and write it in the hotel registry because I'm running from the cops now. My name is Josh <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> what, a,
1: what a
0: CIA fucking.
2: <laughs> uh, we got uh,
0: justjared dot Uh, With the update that he was cast, but he couldn't do it because of scheduling conflict with with Chuck.
3: Mm. But uh, you know it's it's it sucks because oh, look, I like Zachary Levi. I think it does a good job as Fendrel. If I were him, I would have taken whatever spray paint that they were coming out my fucking head and uh, goatee with, and I would have taken it and I would have just thrown it out and been like, "This is dumb. This does not look good." But I guess when you're you know you don't want to you don't want to cause any waves on your it's, first Marvel movie.
1: I mean, it's kind of wild that yeah, I feel like Thor was like, "Hey, don't do it to me." In part two, just do it to Zachary Levi.
3: <laughs> do that. It's, it's like, like get his you know what it's like. It's like the the hair and makeup person was like someone's sibling, and they were like, "Dad, this is all I mean, over my head. I, do. I don't know one, what I'm doing." This was the one effect I figured out before I quit fucking wardrobe or makeup Blonde school. Facial hair. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like, do this. I would. Anyway, it's really bad, but he's really good at this, and they don't give him much to anyway. Anyway, uh, he reports back. Uh, that to Odin, who tells him he should be... Uh, Thor's like Odin says, you got to be with Lady Sif. She's cool, and the Earth Lady is not working out for you. And then Thor gives himself a, a scrub down with his shirt off, uh, just like me and Greg do from time to time. We look... I would say, probably, Greg, when you and I are shirtless, 80% of this, 90% of this, close to this? Accurate. Exactly. Yeah, for... Were they born,
1: born in lives? Now it's time to rank those abs. I can't
3: play the sound Ooh. effect because... Oh, that's thing- a... Everybody, welcome back to Abs. I'm your host Nick Carpino with my co-host Andy Cortez. Andy, how you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling a lot better after seeing that wet ass torso. Damn, he was wet. I will say wet. though,
3: I think he didn't get as big for this movie. So you and mean he was go-
1: healthier overall?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think he. Okay, so let me let me preface this because I know there's a lot of people out there who actually don't care. But I will say <laughs> for the for the two of you that do care, that are like Nick, why you know like relax on the whole body thing. He looked faint-fucking-tastic in this, and he looked healthy, and I'm sure a lot of work went into this. But in Thor 1, it's he's so fucking big, and he got that big again for Love and Thunder. So I'm just excited to see that. But yeah, he does look fantastic in this. It's, he's just not as jacked. He just doesn't have the fucking mass that he had in Thor. Well, Which is, at,
1: at what point do you think that he rivals Hugh Jackman at his most jacked
3: as Wolverine? Oh, he, he's way bigger than Hugh Jackman was. It, you, I, I, at, I but what do I definitely jacked. Dude, I well, Hugh Jackman had, was like the thing about Hugh Jackman, he got he put on a lot of mass, but he was really, really defined. He his muscles were like he, he was like so vain. Vain. he had less body fat. Yes. Whereas if you look at if you if you picture him pictured beside like him uh with with uh, Chris Hemsworth from Thor One, he just looks gargantuan. He's a beefcake, but he doesn't Dude. he only has like six abs. Whereas a Hugh Jackman has like every muscle is defined looks like by the an time action. we get to uh uh, what's the one where uh, apocalypse? Not apocalypse. Um, what's Days, the one of the Days of Future Past. He looked when he when he stabs the waterbed. He's mm-hmm. so cut in that. But I think that Hemsworth probably, if you were to measure biceps, I think Hemsworth might might have him beat by an inch or two. Oh my god! I, I was trying to find a picture,
0: and all I could find is three p- people next to each other. It's Chris Hemsworth. It is um, Daniel Craig, and it's Hugh Jackman. It's Daniel Craig, you know, James Bond, Casino yeah. Royale, coming out of the water, and yeah. just three of this is like the most Nick picture I've ever seen in my life. It's, 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 you
3: know, it's, they're so inspiring that I look at them and I go, I don't have to, I'm not going to try that. I'm not even yeah. Sure. Good for you. those you right out Try doing this. Yeah. 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 Tim,
2: exactly. Yeah. Do you remember at the end of the Wolverine when they deleted that scene and it was the brown and yellow costume? God, that was cool. One day, Greg, one day. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. When they get to secret wars or whatever here, <laughs> that's the only, that's our only hope. That's, that's our, our only, only hope. hope.
1: <laughs> freaking okay. look I'm at just... like, I think this is the waterbed scene, right? Like, yeah, you're you right. See. He is so freaking cut, dude. He's just cut. So,
3: like, look at his, look at how big his, his biceps are here. And well, I mean, don't get me there's wrong. He's still, with him
1: in this do way. it, please.
3: That'd be cool. Views <laughs> you, are going to go up. This is going to be a very viewed episode because of that. But I just <laughs> want you to, like, Google. Just can you right now, Andy, and, and I know this is a lot for you. And it's, we're, we're at the end of the day here. Can, can you pull up Chris Hemsworth and replace me with him from Thor One? I want to see how big he was in that.
1: Thor, oh, yeah. That's, um, probably not at the same time these eyebrows oh my god the facial hair is so bad y'all because they're like some of the first things I see on this google search are oh, the eyebrows man. It's, <laughs> it, horrible. it's like I don't know if it's like my color temperature on this freaking monitor,
3: no. but it is it's terrible honey like wheat man they were, that's, they were like let's go honey wheat look how much better it looks in right let's now. go honey <laughs> wheat <laughs> <laughs> honey <laughs> wheat <laughs> look at Like, yeah look how big he is in that that the, the picture right look how fucking huge it's his shoulders crazy. arms are yeah. it's, anyway it's uh we've, we've, nice. we've sorry everyone That you know we have to talk about this for at least 15 minutes or yeah. you just don't feel but right the show
2: is man let's go right then back we into it, it. <laughs> uh
3: later that night thor watches everyone celebrate but his heart's not in it because he misses dear old jane we cut over to london london england uh where jane is on a date with a guy from bridesmaids and he's great and then Darcy interrupts and tells her to start looking at her, at her uh, scientific equipment because it's going wild. Also, Eric went crazy and ran around with his bits and pieces out all over Stonehenge. Uh, Jane runs after Darcy, who has an inter- who has an intern now too, and he wears a beanie. His name is Ian. Uh, they get to the epicenter of the disturbance and find sea containers stacked the way no human being would stack sea containers. Great, that was for you. A bunch. Hey, that's of kin- a
2: Ghostbusters reference, everybody. Did, how the books are stacked oh. in the library. You remember from Ghostbusters interview. Of yeah, course. let like to keep it real here. Andy, are we keeping it real? What's the real meter say? it is, is, <laughs> these <laughs> all references? It's, it's, it's I don't up remember. against the, like... Me and Nick kicking this around the old archives. The <laughs> real meter. Only, only <laughs> you <laughs> have <laughs> it, Andy. <laughs> so I need to read on the real <laughs> meter keep from Andy. It, How real are we keeping it?
1: <laughs> real,
3: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you guys. That was good. That was real good. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's say. Oh, a bunch of kids show Jane what they found. There's, a, there's been a rift in time and space, and now they can all lift cement trucks and play real life Portal with a bottle. But sometimes objects come back, and sometimes they don't. They don't know why. Like Jane keys. Jane Yeah, that was funny. Jane sees the readout on her gear uh, that matches the same from when she met Thor down in Mexico. And then stupid Ian throws the car keys into the abyss while Jane chases the signal down a spooky hallway and gets stuck, sucked into. I don't know what the world is called where King Boar hid the ether, but so I called it the Dark World, but this is definitely not the Dark World. So people please make that correction in your brain as I read the list. Miller. We'll call it we'll call it Minus Morgul. Is that an okay thing to call it? Andy? Minas Morgul. Minas Morgul.
0: This whole sequence where it's like introducing us to the, the weird portal gravity stuff. Yeah. It should be cool. It's really not. And I don't like the way that it, it the kids are like just putting their hands out, and how casually they're just grabbing the things. There's something about this where I was like, you know, it feels low budget. I'm not blaming the kids. It's just the the way the effect looks, it doesn't sell to me, and it, it it just feels fake. And so it makes all of this like unbelievable to the point that I'm like, I'm not even interested because it's just a bunch of red symbiote goo shit. And it's like, oh, and I guess it has to do with gravity. Like, I'm so caught up in this gravity thing, guys, I'm not going to
2: stop talking about it. You should. No, well, I mean, it's, it's got a bunch of stupid stuff like that, right? Where it's like you're talking about with them putting their hands out and stuff getting thrown through and coming back. And then how Natalie Portman and uh, uh, Thor eventually just like walk out of it when they're in the cave and they find yeah. the car keys. But then when the birds go through one of the similar holes and they come up from underneath Dar- Dar- Darcy and Eric Selvig and they do their best to act it. But the, so the birds are just like cutting through them. And But it's like, why didn't you fall into the hole or why are not you moving more? Like, why aren't the birds slamming? It's like, eh, whatever. Fall into the hole. Fall into the fucking hole, Eric. <laughs> fall into the hole. Uh, that was a gap reference, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, are we going up Jeez. or down on the real meter? The, meter?
1: Where's where's the meter? meter is fucking plummeting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, Thor asks about Jane, but Heimdall has lost. Oh, sorry, we we skipped a beat here. Uh, Thor leaves the party to go hang out with Heimdall, and these two have really good chemistry. Uh, this yeah. is one of those things where. Um, I, I want uh, I want the Heimdall Heimdall excuse me Andy Heimdall thank uh, you a Thor movie one of these days and when they bring him back from the dead uh, oh also I forgot that uh, Jane went into the dark world area and she comes across <laughs> the, the ether Jesus God get I it do. It's, so it's the bad. eyebrows that really do it it's if so the eyebrows weren't so bright it w- everything else would be fine audio listeners uh, they brought up a picture of uh, Tim uh, <laughs> it's so blonde it's so blonde. possibly <laughs> blonde. <laughs> Uh, How did Jane. we go the whole Thor in review last weekend? But <laughs> that never came up. I'm you know impressed. What, like life's little secrets. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can't get them all. Uh, Jane got attacked, of course, by the ether at this point, And then now it's inside of her. Uh, the attack triggers Malekith uh, to come out of hibernation in space. The conver- as the convergence is, is, is happening again. Anyway, Heimdall uh, tells uh, Thor about the convergence. He's like, it's beautiful. I can see it. And this is such a cool concept where he's like, nobody else really can see this. But I can see it because I see everything. And then Thor's like, yeah, cool. How's Jane? Uh Is it can we can we take a look at Jane and he's like, you know, she's she's doing okay, man She's he's really fine. smart. She sees the convergence, too But she doesn't know what it is, but she's really She's really smart man. She's figuring out. Oh, wait She's gone and Thor's like Whoa. now's the time to go now. It's like He's been gone for so long, but the when did the rainbow bridge get remade and Why would an excellent that's questions between
2: this and Ragnarok? They're done. It's questions. So
3: here's because here's the thing, right? he's we've he's like Oh, I usually we do these battles and then we party for like three weeks. You can't take an hour and just go hang out with Jane, like knock on the door. But hey, I just had a couple hours. I just wanted to hang out with you. Like it just is the dumbest thing ever. We're just like, where have you been? I don't know. The Rainbow Bridge takes, what, five seconds to go? You just go every night. What the fuck else are you doing? I don't know. I digress. You You understand me.
2: I really don't,
3: Greg. What what doesn't he understand?
2: What do I Definitely not what? how to keep it real right now because he's oh, being what shit. I like a call I'll fucking narc force. All right, zero. On
3: the
2: real <laughs> real oh. real get yeah, out, of, out of here, money. Poindexter! All right. Eventually, Andy, can
3: we get uh, a graphic and/or a program cannot, made for no. a real meter <laughs> so that when people watch us? They can they can they can vote on how real we are and oh. we can see the real meter go up in real
2: time. I like that. Okay, <laughs> use the YouTube chat for now, right now for Patreon. slash kind of funny. Everybody, when you think we're being real, I want you to give a fat five. <laughs> 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 if it would have to say fat five, all right. <laughs> oh. hey, when we're not being, when we're going back to point hey, gesture town, you give me mm-mm one, <laughs> but it has to be mm-mm one. I'll watch it, I'll call it out.
0: I'll tabulate. Greg, can you please, uh, <laughs> please use the kind of funny Twitter that. to put up a poll? Uh, yeah. How how on the keep it real scale where we at? Just make one of the options fat five. Yeah, fat five.
3: <laughs> I want it one. I want a fat five and then dealer's choice for number three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <mm-mm one>.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jane walks up uh, to where- the other side of the warehouse. She comes out of the. Uh, the ether or whatever and it walks out the other side of the warehouse and it's raining everywhere but on her. I love that effect. Uh and then Darcy's like what the heck's going on? And then she just looks over to her left. And this is the first time these two characters have seen each other in a really long time. And there's so many emotions built up into this. Jane loves him but she feels scorned by him. She feels abandoned. It's it's she's, but she still wants to see him but she's conflicted. But instead of having him come in in a moment of of heroics, she just looks, looks over to his left, and he's just standing there by a sea container. It's, it's, it's like, okay, I'm going to say this, and I don't want to bring this energy in, Andy. But it's the criticism I had of The Dark Knight, where it's like, really? You just had Batman just kind of over there on the roof? Oh, we didn't notice he was over there on the roof. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Figure out a way to get your fucking characters... This is the first time these two kids the two main characters of this movie, have seen each other. It should be, it should be a moment, and instead they were like,
2: "We don't have time, guys." Well, we're it there, is probably. kind of a moment because it's raining, but it's not raining, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> there's that part of it. Yeah. It turned Darcy a bit, and like, I'll, I'll agree. It's not a fat five. It's not a. <laughs> <laughs> right? are right.
1: normalizing this fucking terminology
2: What was that, by the way? By the way I, I voted, voted. I voted fat. for Fat 5
3: <laughs> 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 Alright uh, it's, it's,
1: it's not what I would call the stereotypical Fat 5 <laughs> it's, not, it's not your usual Fat 5
3: <laughs> I also love that fat's all in caps, like cat 6 You know what I mean? It's, where it's like... <laughs> I don't know. That's anyway, how it looked in my head, all right? That's, it's perfect. That's how it looked in my head, too. Anyway, back to it. Uh, Jane's <laughs> like, where the fuck have you been? She walks up. She slaps him. And then uh, and then she slaps him.
2: Doesn't make he, sure you're real. Bam, that was for then. where you've been because it's been so long. And then she's like,
3: I saw you in New York. You didn't come visit. And he's like, listen. <laughs> I was I a fa- little busy. I for you and stuff. And she's like, yeah, but you could have taken like five, se- like five seconds to come back, right? Like, you you got to New York somehow. You anyway, made she- shawarma. Yeah, you, you had time for shawarma. You had time to come. And also, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Jane goes to talk to the cops. When one of the Bobbies tries to mishandle her, she explodes Babies. in that ether. Uh, and then Thor. And then Thor, the cop's like, hey, man, you got to stop. She just exploded and attacked a bunch of us. We're, and she's dangerous. And Thor looks at the cop and threatens him by saying, I'm dangerous, too. <laughs> you're like... Cool.
0: Okay. Yeah, I kind of
1: like. All right, I think you. I I like that line. I think that's pretty badass.
3: <laughs> I'm down with it, Andy. But I'm also like, if you look at that, like, would he have said that in Ragnarok? Could we have had a different, a better moment, a more creative moment? That's what I ask. Mm-hmm. Could we had? Could we gone from a mm, one to a fat five? That's all I want. <laughs> I, I want to say this
0: right now for uh, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, <laughs> where uh, in terms of different <laughs> line reads where i hope in <laughs> thor love and thunder the line where he sees jane and goes jane i hope that they use a different cut and i hope that it plays better in context because every time i see the thor love and thunder trailer which is often because i did see uh top gun maverick for the fourth time last night um it always reads weird to me i don't like it so i'm hoping they change it so everyone keep an eye out for keep that an keep an out. ear out two of oh, them
2: there you go. in your uh, theater shout tim was right tim was wrong oh, please tim. please
3: one. Uh, Thor takes Jane back through the Bifrost over to Asgard. And the ride looks fun. I like this moment. This is a, this is a fun moment where she's like just enjoying it. She's not scared at all. Uh, and then we cut over to Svartflim, where yep. Keith is back. Uh, and the final battle was fought. Where the final bot was fat and he's he's so mad. I guess this is the Dark just World. I could have just said mm-hmm. the Dark World, but it's called Svartflim. Svartalheim, um, it or <laughs> it's it's spelled S V A R T Svartalheim. Svartalheim. Svart- no, there's no H. It's oh. an F. Svartalfheim. Mm. <laughs> the Asgardian quantum doctors pulled, put Jane in the quantum field generator, and she guessed she's like, it's a quantum field generator. They're like, No, this is this thing. And she's like, What does it do so and so? Soul
2: Forge. Yeah,
3: it's a quantum field generator. And they find Ether in her, which is going to kill her. Uh, Odin comes in and is a dick, but he knows who Jane is. And she has that one great line. She goes, You told your dad about me? She's cute. Again, another uh, kind
1: of cool thing right there in that little sequence where I, I just always love how the different. Backgrounds and different like races, and uh, everybody have their own technology, and I love that their tech kind of just looks
3: like floating
1: sand. It looks pretty badass.
3: Very, very cool. Um, uh, Odin uh, goes to let's see. Uh, Jane explodes again, and Odin realizes she's got the ether in her. Uh, And for whatever reason, I put just like that time, just like that time that uh, that uh, Joe Dirt got the poo on him. Remember where he goes, I got the poo on me. You'll remember that, Tim.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly. Classic. You oh, remember
0: Joe The only line I remember from Joe Dirt is the, I can see down your shirt. I <laughs>
1: That fucking line you, ruined his generation. I guarantee you Nick's seen Joe Dirt in the last five
2: days. So many times.
0: <laughs> I watched that movie just to feel normal, just to feel right.
2: Go to get yourself some French fries.
0: I, I tweeted this a couple days ago, Andy, but I was we're just talking, and Nick was just like, yeah, I've been watching uh, Dude, Where's My Car Lately. <laughs> I saw that. I'm, that's just the funniest way to say that. Like lately. it's a movie. Like, what do you mean? Lately, you got to
3: slow play it over yeah. the span of five, six days. You just dip in, dip out. It's yeah. like, it's like a spa. You
1: got to really absorb
3: like, it. Yeah, you, you need to understand it. Uh, let's see. Odin teaches them all about the dark elves in the ether, which Keith made as a weapon. And then Keith stabs his buddy so the guy can come back uh, as the last of the cursed and hide a rage pill inside of his belly like the dude from the Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, and he sneaks into Asgard as a prisoner with a cool mask on. Loki's down there too, of course. Frigga and Loki have a touching scene, but Loki hates his dad. He's not my father, and she says, "Then I am not." Then, "Am I not your mother?" And he says, "You're not." Uh, and then she goes, Al- "Always so perceptive about everyone but yourself." Again, Rene Russo. Put her in any movie. Come any movie. Movie, movie Every gets twenty percent better.
2: You haven't they seen should figure out. They should her. bring her back, you know what I mean? With all their they got all these witches now doing all sorts of shit in Marvel. Get me get me Renee back, you know? Hell yeah, dude. Well, maybe they, maybe I, I get a deleted that. scene that was like Wanda's last thing where she's about to get farted out of existence, but she's like, "You know what? Also to make things better." <laughs> Renee Russo pops on. <laughs> hey. What's up? Renee Russo from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> we this it. is Renee Russo. It's not Frega. Right? Bad. Fox owns it, right? Uh, he yeah. owns oh,
3: it. Now. That's a good point. There you go uh let's see thor tells jane how he oh, excuse me yeah yeah so tells Jane how he lost her uh when the borders between worlds bl- blurred due to the convergence uh, he holds her hand to explain stuff and they make out and she goes i like the way you explain things and it's nice uh and then thor introduces her to his mom and it's we're moving a little fast here but that's good uh yeah yeah the sleeper agent turns into a rage monster and breaks everyone out uh loki gives him a heads up to go out he's like oh if you want to go up there, go up the left stairs if i were you jerk uh, ass. What a jerk very ass. much I mean again clearly Loki hasn't seen any of the Spider-Man movies or the subsequent remakes. You don't tell the guy. You don't let him give a pass. I Man, you got to always stop the guy that's robbing the store. Correct me if I'm wrong
0: about this cuz like I was trying my best to be all in on this movie but it admittedly was kind of rough. Um I was surprised that they didn't like bring attention to the fact that Loki kind of sent him to kill his mom. You know, like it was an accident, but that's what happened. And I feel like in the Loki show, they like drove that point home a little bit more. Yeah. And so it's like it was weird to me where I was kind of waiting for the explanation and they never got to it in this one.
1: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I think it's kind of like we're supposed to kind of understand that maybe he. In my mind, he sends them over to his mom thinking that at most they will be an inconvenience to her. As opposed to like just gonna well, no. show up murder. I forget. Isn't I he really sending him to his dad? Odin. Yeah, he yeah he's not he doesn't expect room. Freya not to be
2: that. there, Freya to be there. He expects yeah. Odin to be there. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to kill dad. That's what he oh. wants to do. Because he says
3: go up the steps to the left or whatever that is. But I think the implication is that's gonna lead you to the throne room. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, but there's never a moment in this where he realizes, like, oh, I told him to do that and that caused the death. That's my Whereas fault. Yeah. In the Loki show, they act um I mean, it's because he watches it, but like yeah. they wouldn't. play it as if oh, he's like, Oh fuck, I did that. <laughs>
3: Well, no, I mean, I think that's, that was, I think it's, it's, it's inferred here, right? Is in that, or implied here in that he's destroyed because of it. And because he kind of realizes that he could have stopped it, but he, he,
2: he didn't. He sure, but help. he does he doesn't know that he, it's like his direct action that did it. Right, but I mean... Not as one-to-one as what you were calling out earlier when Spider-Man let the mugger of the wrestling promotion get out and then discover that he killed Uncle Ben. We're missing that middle section where Uncle Ben goes, Peter, and they understand that that's what killed him. Peter... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> 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 it's it it's fucking out of his way. give him the fucking car keys uncle ben what are you doing anyway uh let's see thor tells jane yada yada, yada, and, yada and i also want to call out this part where
1: this the roided up man there's a sequence where they show uh the roided up man from kind of a top down view and there's like four or five asgardian soldiers on the ground and all i can think is like you just had to let him not touch you. <laughs> like, yeah. you think after he You're touched so one of them and burned him alive and like totally took all the life force out of them, that the other three would,
2: you know, try to not get grabbed as and well. You really don't know what it's like to be a henchman and or just a grunt, you know, and these Asgardian grunts, they don't have they're, they're not thinking it through. They know that they've got to stop this. They've got to remember. Odin even says, you know, protect the weapon room at all costs, right? That's all they know. So they're like, you know what? I'll just keep throwing bodies at this until Thor can get here and save the
3: day. Exactly,
2: Peter. Uh, I'm hey, We're keeping Theater.
3: it at five. I'm Del Spots an invisible elf ship slipping by him, and it rips it open. But a bunch more come, and then, uh, and then we see the generic elf masks, and they look really bad here. I'm going to you know, say look, it like kind of bad cosplay. This whole sequence right here, uh
1: the invasion sequence it to me looks like an unreal engine 5 demo Mm -hmm. with like it's it's also just such a weird contrast of this middle earth looking fantasy world with these star trek ships and it just clashes and it feels ugly like none of it feels Mm. like uh like it takes place in a unified type of world like it it, it feels too much like multi dimensional stuff is happening when it's really not super multi dimensional in the way that we talk about you know um different, you know into the spider verse type shop type shit with different art styles clashing. This just mm-hmm. feels really odd to see this kind of fantasy type world with Asgardian looking as like golden and majestic as it does and these straight up like not Borg ships. Cause I know Borg is like our cubes, Dude, but when cube. I see these ships, I think
0: Borg. <laughs>
1: like, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like it's, Borg.
0: it's, it sucks too, because like Nick was just bagging on the, uh, uh the dark elf masks. Like I like the mask, but I just think that they, they do end up looking kind of goofy with the way that they're lit. And like every time we see them, like, they're supposed to be scary and like kind of off-putting with the black eyes, and I feel like they're just not given time to shine in that way. So it it just reads wrong. And then these mm-hmm. ships are a cool design, like the idea of it kind of going vertical and horizontal to like fit in different things. Like all that's cool, but when you see the the uh, cockpit, it's just like overly technical in a way that i'm right there with you andy it's like it's just so juxtaposed against the the like clean like elegant uh asgard that we're getting that like it doesn't feel right at Mm -hmm. all and it just kind of becomes noise uh
3: let's see the ships clash uh and uh i went. sorry <laughs> i lost it there for a second uh heimdall puts a massive shielder on the castle but the rage monster immediately breaks it then the ship crashes and we get the same shot uh that we had in that blur studio star wars trailer that everyone was excited about a long time ago that? Uh, yeah and then the elves have cool gravity grenades and that's pretty so cool, cool. Keith uses one to destroy Odin's throne just for the spite of it, and then heads to Frigga and Jane. Uh, Frigga gets the better of him, but the Rage Monsters uh, evens the score. Thankfully, Frigga is a witch and hid Jane. Unfortunately, Rage Monster stabs Frigga, uh, and then Thor gets there just like a second later. Thor, constantly in this movie, just right out of frame. Mm -hmm. Just right out of frame. Uh, He uses uh, his lightning to blast Malekith's face off, and then he throws Mew Mew, uh, but but it goes into the dark world by accident. Dude, Uh, him throwing it and doing the jump and the
0: camera follows him as it goes out. Really cool.
3: Pretty cool. Uh, We skip pretty quickly to Frigga's funeral here on the Rainbow Bridge and people throw glowing balls into the sky like paper lanterns. Uh, Someone tells Loki and he throws all of his furniture. Eric. mad. uh, uh, I like this next part, Eric. Uh, we cut over to Eric Sullivan, and he's giving a lecture about the alignment where everything is connected. Uh, his uh, gravimetric spikes can stabilize that focal point of the convergence, allowing everything to pass them uh, without harm. Of course, as uh, we pull back, realize he's giving a lecture uh, in the psych ward of a prison, uh, and which includes Stanley, another cameo by Stanley. Um, Zachary Levi has a really bad wig on uh, Thor comes to argue with Odin He wants to take Jane to the dark world Where he can destroy, the, pull the ether out of her And then when, when Malik wants to take it He'll destroy it once and for all And Odin's like, you can't do that You shouldn't do that, it's a bad idea And he's like, why? And he's like, oh, because it's an infinity stone You can't destroy an infinity stone <laughs> And he's like, oh it. shit <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I don't, don't Odin do not, that, no Does Odin not know what the
0: ether is? I like how you had him turn into Bob Dylan For a second too
3: Man, I was, oh, was oh. like, <laughs> "You shouldn't break the ether." It didn't it. It's just weird. It's like, it's like I'm gonna go do this plan, and the first thing he should have said was like, "I got to be real with you. I'm pretty sure this thing's uh, an infinity stone that, for whatever reason, is just in like particle format. You can't kill these things. You can't blow these things up. Even your lightning can't do it. We got to figure out something else. But instead, Odin's like, "No, you can't do that. It's a bad idea. I'm gonna put everything in prison and lock everything down." this conversation and
0: how just stilted and like it all was i I, the note i wrote down was there are a handful of dceu movies that i would happily rather watch than this and like i think that that's just i i i mean it like i i think that like this is the only mcu movie that i'm like i i'm not having fun watching this like there's there's not enough to like keep me intrigued even in a oh it's so bad it's good or it's classic or whatever it's just kind of like
3: i'd rather watch man of steel shazam I thought you liked me. He liked Man of Steel. I did. That's what I'm saying. He said there's a handful of movies I'd rather watch than this. I would rather watch Man of Steel. I'd rather watch. Well, I thought you'd
2: start with like the more controversial one. You know what I mean? Not like uh, one that most I- I- like. Sorry. I would rather watch Batman be Superman than this. No. Of course. Again, I thought we'd start with a controversial one. Not one that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> fucking again. fuck. Again, your fucking on.
3: Is- <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Did you- I mean, we've talked about this before, but you guys ever see that skit with John Hamm where he just plays himself, but he's always so cold? He's like, I'm so cold. And he's kept- getting, <laughs> <laughs> he right. putting sweaters on, and then by the end of the skit, he dies. Oh, my oh, my God, God, <laughs> he's like, why is that always so damn
1: cold. <laughs> 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 That's just a skit that you dreamt up. Night.
3: It might be a, a We should get John Hammond on the phone. A good he <laughs> he went to Mizzou. Uh, let's see. Uh, Odin here is kind of unhinged, uh, more so than he was in the previous film. He's obsessed with sacrificing every last Asgard, if it means killing Malekith. Uh, Darcy and Ian see naked Eric on TV. Uh, Heimdall. Heimdall stops by for a drink uh, with Thor, who asks his friend to help sneak, uh, sneak him and Jane out of Asgard thor tells him that keith will return and lay waste to asgard unless he escapes and he's like and then you ask yourself this you're like will he because why why are the dark elves so much more powerful than the asgardians didn't they didn't he in fact in the flashback and chat correct me if i'm wrong because i didn't bother looking this up but don't they make a note where he's like he crashed all of his ships into the as and sacrificed all of his soldiers in- to kill as many Asgardians as possible before they stopped Malachi. How many ships does he- could he possibly have left? And why aren't the Asgardians like the baddest people in all the nine realms? I don't know. He can I make ships
2: I- faster than they can make the Ring of Bridge. So that's how that's what it comes down to. Makes sense. That makes sense.
3: Uh, Lo- Thor and Loki, uh, oh, sorry. Thor tells him all that stuff and then uh, he enlists the help of Lady Sif and Loki who is very much worse for the wear Uh, I I do like this part where he's he's fronting at first and then he's like drop the act and Loki's just like beside himself because he knows it's great did he step on
1: berries or is his foot bleeding from all the glass
3: oh Uh, there was also
1: grapes there and I was like maybe he stepped on berries
3: it's possible but I like to think that he too is a massive fan of Die Hard and just likes to put himself through it once a year just to
2: feel something for once Remember berries aren't. I mean grapes aren't berries. I mean, you don't know if the grapes are the only thing present. What are those? Are raspberries? I mean, you called out of your grapes by name, so I think mean, it was you. You were
1: the one who was thinking well, that it was only grapes. I mean, there. I'm making an inference. I'm seeing grapes and I'm assuming there's got to be a raspberry
2: in the vicinity somewhere. Sure, but it's mm-hmm. like when you see a pizza and you smell the banana. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs>
0: It didn't even (laughs) get out of his mouth. He was laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fat five of (laughs) a (laughs) showboy.
2: All uh, right. Uh, I, think, I don't know if you noticed, Andy. I, I I slacked you. I don't think your job is that hard. I already made a Fat Five T-shirt. <laughs> it's ready to go for Patreon.com. Come on you now, you let's go. go, kids. Get out the door.
3: So many people want that. <laughs> oh. uh,
2: Loki and Thor walk, uh,
3: and they have some. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, uh, walk, and they have some banter, and Loki turns into Captain America, which is a really really fun cameo. But I'll tell you what, man, the dialogue here, if you go back and listen to it, is rough. I like to. I'm going to coin a new term here for oh, the dialogue. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna coin, I'm gonna call it. We spilled the same blood in the same mud. Yep, Predator. that's the kind of dialogue. No, this. The Rock. Sorry, rock, rock, Rock. That is The Rock, right? And in that, obviously, in The Rock, which is a cheesy, dumb action movie, it fits. But my point is, it's so fucking cliche. Everything they say back and forth to each other, you can guess what they're gonna say next. It's just boring, yeah. uh, and that's what this all this back and forth is here. Especially on the boat when they get to the boat where they argue. It's like God, I've heard this dialogue so many times. Uh, It's just really unfortunate, and it bogs it down. I mean, dude, Uh, even the
0: the whole boat sequence, and I think this is where this is, where uh, we get Idris Elba just, like, running, (laughs) just jumping on this thing. It's, like, it's so unclear what his goal is and what's happening. Like, we're watching this, and we're like, okay, he can see everything. There's invisible ships. He can't see them, but he heard them, and he knows it's there. And then he just takes off. Right. I was like, I've seen this movie multiple times. I don't know what he's about to do. And he starts running up. I'm like, is he really just going to jump off onto this? Oh, yeah, that's ex- that's
3: what he is, his plan was. That's fucking weird. It's also weird because you're like, is he really just the only, like, guard they have? <laughs> like, I mean, there's no disrespect to Heimdall, but, like, he can't be everywhere at once. What if they attack from, uh, Asgard from the other, from, like, the backside? From the other bridge. Yeah. <laughs> the is another bridge back there? I don't know. Uh, they do another thing here that I want to call out, and it's my least favorite thing that people do in heist movies or editing editors doing heist movies i don't like when they have the people sitting around the table explaining the plan that you're then seeing to me it is lazy it's boring um it 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 just smacks with we didn't have enough time and enough budget to really put these like to show them breaking out of this thing and it just kind of deflates a lot of the tension for me and by that, I'm mean, you, know, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Where they're, like, sitting around the table, but like, here's what we're going to do. Step one, we break Loki out. And then you're seeing that happening in real time as it's happening. I just don't like
1: that. I, I kind of like about. that. Side. It reminds you, of like, Ocean's Eleven,
3: like, kind of stuff. Yeah, but in Ocean's Eleven, it then can you be done well. you see – Then you get to see the thing eventually, right? And then they – you know, at some point, they pull the heist. I don't know. You're right. It can be done well. I, 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 I just th- don't like it in this one.
1: I think the only clever part of it is them talking about Loki and how he's going to handle it and being like, won't he – stabbing the back on he fucking whatever and then you see it happen kind of like in real time and you know oh yeah that's what he was planning to do so like and then it cuts back to Thor being like he will and I think that there's some comedic value there
3: not a whole lot though <laughs> like right I'm right. talking like a, a small minuscule amount uh they free jane and take her out of asgard on the downed uh, elf ship that's in the throne room uh and this is not a fun scene but luckily it goes by very slowly uh and they smash into everything and loki gives thor shit but it turns out that was the plan create a distraction and sneak out on a smaller ship so loki could could show uh, him the secret passageway which it turns out just in a giant hole in the rock right right and forward that no one in asgard has ever thought to explore uh fandral's hair is terrible here i'll just say it I'm glad you guys. I'm glad I guys somebody did. Yeah, I
2: appreciate your honesty. I think Andy, if we can check the keep in a real meter, I do think that is a five-five. We just went up. It's um, skewing
3: pretty high, yeah. Thank you. Loki steers them through the passage, and they crash in the dark world. Loki and Thor argue about who who caused their mother's death. Spoilers: It was Loki. and He says, "I wish I could trust you." And Loki says, "Trust my rage." And it's like, no, no, don't say that. No, he won't do it. I seen Ian breaking uh, Eric out of. Well, space. yeah, that was yeah, horrible. Yeah, it was bad.
0: Like, that, that was whole one of the worst lines in the entire MCU. And, like, they they did like, it so
3: seriously. Trust me. If, if, like, Banner had said that, I'd be like, all right, we're getting there because he's a rage monster, right? We've called him that before. But even that's fucking bad writing. Yeah. Uh, Darcy and, and it D-
0: wasn't even fun, like, in the last movie in Thor 1, where he goes, ha ha, and it stabs him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey. I love that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh.
3: The interns break Eric out of the slammer And (laughs) gather his rods
1: I I picture Loki being like three and a half feet tall On that bridge going (laughs) 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 Uh,
3: Loki, Jane, and Thor sneak up on Malekith Whose face is all gross now Thor lets Loki out of his handcuffs And immediately gets stabbed for his efforts Uh, Thor reaches for his hammer But Loki cuts his hand off before he can wield it And then the rage monster translates uh, for Loki uh, And Malekith welcomes him with open arms He's like, oh, this guy's great Keith pulls uh, pulls the ether out of Jane. And then spoilers, Thor and Loki were faking it. They were in cahoots the whole time. His hand's not really there. It was just magic. Uh, and he grabs Mew Mew and tries to explode the ether. Double spoilers. The ether cannot be destroyed. And comes back uh, to make Malekith a dark el- an even darker elf than he was before.
0: Uh, this is a perfect example of something I say a lot on, on these reviews. Where just what you just said, reading the plot, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty cool. But the way they show it, I feel like the the pacing of the the Loki turns and the Loki tricks and stuff is so weirdly uh, kind of paced, where it's like, so slow, and then all of a sudden everything's happening so fast, and like, oh, but we can't do the ether, oh, but we can't do this, like, everything's moving, and you're like, yo, dude, like, if you just took the time to allow what happened in 30 seconds to happen over 10 minutes i think every moment would have hit a lot harder cuz the reveal that like loki betrayed them it's like ah oh, it's a bummer that's like oh he didn't actually it was part of the plan i'm like this is pretty damn cool but it's just it's too much too fast and when you're facing off against
3: just noise of keith it's not really fun come on keith Come on, Keith. Loki almost gets sucked into a black hole uh, grenade, but Thor saves him. Then Thor squares off against a rage mon- monster, and Loki fights three bad cosplayers while Keith makes his escape. Thor gets pounded into the ground, but Loki saves him and gets stabbed through the heart. Uh, but Loki is the ultimate trickster and plants at a bomb on the rage monster, and it kills him. Uh, and then Loki dies in Thor's arms, and it's kind of supposed to be a touching scene. Or does he? Question mark. Uh, jane knows keith's plan is gonna unleash the ether on earth because that's where he's got to do it for the maximum effect of turning the whole universe into darkness but they can't get to earth because they're trapped in the dark world until richard calls poor stupid richard uh you're you're funny but let me tell you richard funny people don't stand a chance against men with a massive thrust bucket uh jane fires her keys in the cave and, and and she realizes oh my god this must be where all this stuff goes clearly if we just follow follow this linear path <laughs> That'll lead us right back to the warehouse, right? That makes sense. Uh, Thor asks the obvious question, why are there so many shoes here? <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> that part got a laugh out of me. He's like, why are there so many shoes? <laughs> and they head back to Jane's, uh, um, well, back to reality, uh, where the car is there because she has the keys now. It's all spray-painted and stuff. Uh, and they go back to her house where Thor promptly hangs his hammer on the coat rack. And I know Tim probably has a little piece of trivia here, but that was a improv scene, right? Where yeah. Where he walked in and just was screwing around and they decided to keep it in. It's, it's, it's real good, funny. pretty funny. Um, where was I in my stupid script, Greg? Say something funny right now. Cover listen. Here's me. what
2: we all need to know about Thor in the coat rack, right? He'll hang stuff up there, and that was an ad lib scene, so that's okay. a fat five. I'm gonna keep it in so, Okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, An Asgardian soldier returns to the, from the Dark World and tells Odin that Loki is dead. Uh, back at Jane's house, they sort through. the And then good. he does
0: the little Loki smile.
3: And you're like, oh, that's probably Loki. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if he does a smile he with, with to... a little tongue sticking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, he's not moving his tongue,
3: though, Nick. Why are you moving your this, tongue? It's, like? it's in an alternate cutting. It's not. It really isn't. <laughs> Shake that lofty toffee, Nick. <laughs> right. Greg missed that one last Greg week. missed that one. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> back at Jane's house, they sort. Of, I'm pretty sure I made that joke the first time we did this, but it doesn't matter. Uh, back at Jane's house, they sort through of, all the various times in history the Convergence has happened. And they're like, we could use all these points to triangulate where Keith's going to this place. I'm like, that makes no sense. But whatever. Fine. And guess what? Thank God. It's in Greenwich, England, right next to where they are down the road. Uh, Darcy <laughs> tells Ian to hammer in all of Eric's rods around the Convergence site while Keith's invisible jet lands. Uh, Thor and Keith face off. <laughs> He's got an F-16. <laughs> it's just, it just is what it is. Uh, Thor and Keith <laughs> face off while Jane plays with her new Steam Deck. Uh, Malekith hits, he hits very softly, I guess. Uh, so Thor shoves Mew Mew up his Asgard. <laughs>
0: God, I gotta gotta read ahead.
1: Was it worth it? Like, (laughs) was that all worth it,
3: Nick? No.
0: And I did the dark, the dark world thing, man. Like, I set us up for failure, and somehow you were just like, "I'm just gonna fucking drive it off the cliff." You know, he's (laughs) got to drive it deeper. He's got to
2: go deeper. There you go.
3: I uh, still, do, I will say, I still love the sound of uh, of Mew Mew flying through the air. I think I love that. Like woof, woof. Uh, Jane figures out how to use the gravitational fields to to move enemies around the field of battle. Uh, Thor and Malekith end up on the Dark World, but when Thor throws Mjolnir, it pops back through Earth, and then and then it takes so off cool. It was fucking the coolest thing ever. Love
0: just it reversing and all that
3: stuff. Man. Such a great idea. Uh, a rain pops out from nowhere, probably from a Star Wars film. I don't know if they own it no.
0: We but. we go back to the frost giant planet. Oh, the right. That's movie. And that's the big, thing that's really the big the dog than. thing that had the, the cool ass run scene where he was yeah. running on the, the upside down bottom part. Yeah. Our little homie's back. Very cool. Easter egg.
1: Um, the, there's the sequence in this where he's falling down. I think it's right after this, maybe. And we see Thor kind of in a free fall. And he's calling Mjolnir towards him. And there's a, a kind of like. There's too much movement on screen. It's kind of hard to exactly see what happens. But the the hammer doesn't catch him because he disappears. But it's hard to see that he disappears and falls into another kind of tunnel or whatever the hell, Mm -hmm. Uh, because the hammer just goes up. And I was like, is the hammer supposed to be saving him? Because he's not there. And then I kind of had to rewind and kind of verify what I saw. And I think a lot of these sequences are really cool, but kind of visually tough to read in some some uh, Mm -hmm. areas.
0: Well, I also love that in the middle of this really intense fight where they're kind of getting pushed through different realms and all this stuff, there's just do the one cut where they both fall on the building against the glass. And it is a, a very Taika Waititi like comedy style thing. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys know what yeah, on yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's just come slide <laughs> and slide down. down a little. It's <laughs> like the, I, the fact that. Thor did it, I can kind of buy it. But the fact that Keith also was, like, goofy-looking, like, sliding, I'm like, this is weird.
3: (laughs) We also get the moment, too, where they wind up in the subway, and he has these, like, how many stops until that station, yada, yada, yada. It's just, like, three. He's like, all right, cool. I expected Keith to to
1: look in and be like... So it's not casual Friday, huh? Or like some some little (laughs) joke
3: like that. Mondays, am I right? (laughs) Am I right? Uh, Let's see. Keith, meanwhile, outside the realms of line, the convergence is upon us. Keith explodes in ether and everything goes ready. It's really big. Uh, Thor has to take some spikes and throw them into him, uh, disappearing parts of him into the dark world. Then Thor uses Mjolnir to knock Keith back into his ship and Jane transports him right at that same time back into the dark world. Uh, Thor gets knocked out and Jane hugs him. While Malekith's ship falls on them, uh, which Eric transports back to the Dark World so they can fall right on Keith, killing him. Uh, Later, everyone has... uh, I don't know where the ether goes here, but I guess the ether just disappears someplace. Uh, Later, everyone has breakfast together, but Thor isn't there because he has to figure out some shit with dear old dad, who's proud of him and wants to make him king. But Thor's like, you know what? I I just want... my life back. I just want to go. I want my gap year. I want to go travel. I'd then, rather wow, be just-
1: a, what did he say? A good dude than a god or some shit, right? I said something like that. I don't know if it's word for word, but <laughs> good yeah.
3: dude. Yeah, I was the yeah. to be a good dude. He doesn't want to be a rad guy. He wants to be a bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh CG here is really bad. I mean, it's like After Effects 1.0. Fucking terrible green screen. Um, Thor offers Mjolnir back to Odin. Uh, he was like, "This is not mine." Of course, Odin can't take it because if he did, it would fall right to the ground. Uh, <laughs> so he tells us, "No, no, no. The hammer belongs to you. Uh, should you be worthy." Uh, and then he wishes Thor good luck. Uh, it's a touching scene, but only spoilers. Odin is Loki. That's right? <laughs> the thing. Uh, uh, I'm Loki. Uh, the end. And then we get the mid-credit scene with the Collector. Uh, Lady Sif and Volstagg give the Collector the Ether. And I'll tell you what this scene. Looks like it's ripped straight out of a TV show. It's lit so poorly. It doesn't look like it fits in any of this stuff. I, it's clearly tagged on, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't the same team that shot this, if it was like a totally different thing, happened at a totally different time, because it just looks bad. I'm pretty sure this was James Gunn that did this. Because well, I know a lot of the post-credit things. apologize right
0: now. They're, show, they're yeah. shot
3: by the the next movie that they're in or, or well, whatever. But yeah, it's what, it's not good. It didn't look good. Not James Gunn's best work. I'll say that. I, I, I
0: agree with you. It didn't look great. I did think it was a fun scene, though, overall. And this being the intro to the collector, such a weird character. Like, I think this was kind of a fun post-credit reveal, especially for back then, where it's like, oh, shit. Like, what's going on here? What is this guy's deal? And it seemed like he was trying to collect all the stones because he ends up being like one down, five to go or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's like kind of kind of nifty. And of course, we get the line. I said nifty like, on every piece of content I was in this last week. I don't I know if you noticed that. This is, again, what we about. I think they're kind
2: of future-proofing. i of just like, all right, we don't know exactly what we're doing and what these things will be and how it's going to work, but we'll just, you know, put it mm-hmm. all in there. Uh, then we get the, of
3: course, he talks about how he's like, why don't you keep it, the vault, the vault at Asgard is like, it's not smart to keep two Infinity Stones so close. We have the Tesseract. That's an Infinity Stone too. Uh, and then the end credit scene. And then Thor comes over for breakfast and the Rancor and they make out and the Rancor chases some birds. And that's the end. And then it says Thor will return. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Thor, the dark world,
0: the dark world. Uh, and if you could bring up the rankings again, I know we already did. Uh, but just to, to reiterate, yeah, this is last, you know, and like it's, <laughs> it's, it's 34 out of 34 currently. My question to you guys. Yeah. Do you think we will ever get something that goes below this. Wow. Because I don't think it's possible given the current trajectory of the MCU. I think things would have to get really bad because I think that if things like Eternals that were, in a lot of cases, I would say a swing and a miss, right? Maybe not like the world's biggest trash fire, but it was a miss compared to what it could have been and that was like something different. If that ended up being in 29, I just don't see something being... Thirty-five on this
1: list. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there is something that bad. I don't know if it gets by Feige or like.
2: Yeah, we just get that far off track.
1: He'd have right? to be on vacation or something to <laughs> so mm-hmm. like to be like. I didn't okay this. What you all put that shit out there? You know, like I yeah. don't.
3: I don't see that happening. I mean, I yeah. It's it's. What's weirder to me is that like the difference. Like our list is thirty-three, Thor, thirty-four. Thor: Dark World, and that difference is so wide. Like Thor is so much better than this movie in so many different little tiny ways. Yeah, I don't think we ever get anything worse than this. Period. Yeah, Unless, because again, like, like, like yeah, really, it's like you play. look at
2: where we are with it, right? And it's again, like we've talked about, like it's just uninspired. Like I'd rather see swings and misses and be like that was an interesting idea they didn't capitalize on than this right. textbook follow-up superhero movie. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like you, like you
3: want to see the you want to be like oh what samurai we gonna be like if he comes back and does. Uh, uh, multiverse of madness, and a lot of people liked it. And myself was like, I was like, hey, didn't quite work for me, but I can still see the ver the, the merit and the value in that. But this one was just like, Whew.
1: yeah, it, Get it the, off watch, the table, it's stinky. Watching this really reminds me of all of the fake sequels in Twenty One Jump Street. Like this just feels like a kind of a cash grab because we need a second Thor movie because it was under contract or whatever. Just yeah. just not a very good movie.
0: Yeah, and hit me with a haiku in review, please.
1: Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in
0: review. Nope, a fuck. nice little <laughs> acoustic version. <laughs> Pretty fun. You can go to patreon.com slash funny to write your review in haiku form just like Neo Nugget did. Ew. Were they born in labs or the heart of a dead star? Holy fuck his abs.
1: Wow. Yes. That's that a was That was really Wow. Good.
0: That's mm-hmm. a damn good. I'd put that at the end of the day. Top five. Top five, baby. It's wow. a top five. Uh, Cozy Bear says, Loki is so based. The dark elves are a disgrace. Mew Mew goes to space. Mew Mew. And Mr. Hawks 182 says, Malekith was bad. Jane Foster was the ether. I was very bored. <laughs> A lot of facts there. There was, was a lot of facts there, yeah, Mr. Hawks. Thank you for the accurate. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I guess that's it. You know, I feel like Ragu Bagu, yeah, he's last. These fucks from Thor 2, and I, they, they remain there
2: for These sure. are
1: forever the fucks from Thor 2. What was Greg about to do off camera? Yeah, what was he going to no, do? I, said, I oh, guess that, that was it.
2: So my joke was just that I was piecing out. Uh, I, I go thought your newest robe got delivered. So you wish uh, you could be this cozy, you know what I mean? Fuck yeah, I do, dude. You're somebody ruled by style, Nick. You worry about what the trends are. You worry That's about what no the comments time, are gonna man. say about your hair, your Batman shirt. Not me. Hands. Yeah. <sighs> you know Did you know? I haven't been wearing a belt this whole show. Wow. <laughs> this you wow. wouldn't be able to leave the fucking house like this, but here sure, I am, I in so York, surrounded naked. by my filth, and I'm happy. Surrounded by myself. Filth. We are we are no, done filth. now. <laughs> same thing. Same
0: thing. We're done with Thor. We're done with Thor Dark World. Next week we are going to be doing Thor Ragnarok. And then the week after that will be Thor, Love, and Thunder. Whole bunch of things in between. Really exciting stuff. And then we will return to MCU rewatches leading into She Hulk, where we're going to re-watch Hulk and see if Andy can finally get what he wants. Uh, which not the, that the list is going to get re ranked, just maybe some justification from us. You know what I mean? Like feeling feeling validated at all for his his thoughts, but maybe not. Maybe not. But stay tuned for that later. Um, the fun thing about these rewatches right now is I feel like we're rewatching all the bad ones, getting them out of the way. Then we're not mm-hmm. going to have to rewatch them for maybe ever. At least a year. But yeah, At least a year. At least a year. Anyway, let us know in the comments below what you thought of Thor The Dark World. Say something nice about it. What's your favorite thing about this movie? That's the challenge. Yeah. That is, is the challenge. Get it out there. Anyway, anyway until next day, time. There you go.